to Otaku the Town, a podcast about anime, I guess, or whatever. I'm Elliot. I'm Kayla. I'm Paul. And today, listeners, it's fucking hot. It is hot as hell. It is hot as balls. It's disgusting. We are like three musty testicles just hanging out here dripping. <laughs> I'm not even moving and my body is just on fire. I turned off the air conditioning like 30 seconds ago and it's gone up 5 degrees in my apartment. I already want to die and or I'm already dead. We're about 500% crankier than we normally are. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I feel like I, you know, I've already botched this. Um... Hello and welcome to Hot Bros, a, a podcast about hot friends heating it up, where we bring you the fire from our oven. Hey, Kayla, what's hot today? Everything. Oh, oh, fascinating. And, and Paul, Paul, what's warming you up right now? The, my apartment. It's oh, really cool. warm. It's really hot in here. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and you know, I, I today brought my hottest heat ever, mm. the sun. Yeah, that, that mm. hateful orb. Yeah. Indeed, that yeah. spiteful friend in the sky uh, who shoots me with all of his flames. Why is he doing that? bonded and now you're at war once mm-hmm. again. It is totally. a constant epic battle between Elliot and the sun. Absolutely. Well, one day one of us will become dust. And It's like, it's like, a, it's like a, a battle from mythology. It's mm-hmm. like you versus the sun. One day you will swallow the sun or the sun will swallow you. <laughs> Well, I am ready to be engulfed. And it will start Ragnarok. Speaking of which, wait, wait. Do you guys do you guys hear that noise? Do you guys hear that noise? I don't. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's our fucking engines starting, because we're going to talk about episode 24, Start Your Engines! The tuning exam begins. Oh, oh, you're really bringing a lot of energy here. You know, it's hot and I want to stop soon. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I get it. I just, get it. We're going mm-hmm. to keep on track. Indeed, indeed. We're, we're going we're gonna to truck on. Truck, okay. truck on. Talk, With our truck sudden on. racing anime, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Tr- you know, truck on, that classic idiom yeah. that you use. <laughs> the uh, common everyday phrase indeed, that people indeed. use all the time. Um, so, because this episode's called Start Your Engines, the tuning exam begins, that probably means that this show's going to get really cool and exciting, right? Immediately. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Full throttle forward into mm-hmm. a really incredible arc. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the tuning exam, is, I feel like, is kind of infamous for being, like, the coolest point in Naruto, you know? It's where, like, you meet all the new characters and everybody does awesome stuff, so sh- surely that begins here, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. Yeah. So, we're going to take a written exam during this episode. <laughs> um... Yeah, so at the end of the last episode, uh, this dude, Ibiki, showed up. Um, we're, I know we've said this. We're going to throw out a lot of names, listeners. This is going to start really from now on, actually from a couple episodes ago on. It's just going to get unreasonable. So you should follow our new hashtag on Twitter. You want to talk about that right now? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Um, I'm posting Naruto characters on our Twitter, and I'm hashtagging them Naruto a day. So you can have a face and a few details to associate with all these fucking names we're throwing out. Yep. Um, eventually, I don't know, when when it's not so hot I want to die, we'll have some bonus episodes that'll help maybe teach you who the characters are. Or, like, just use Wikipedia. It's on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just, like, pause this podcast. Okay, no, no, wait. So, uh, I'm going to say a name, Neji. And now stop. Just, well, I guess, you know, you've stopped, so now you can't follow these instructions. So, <laughs> uh, pa- start again. Okay. Uh, and now go to Wikipedia and just type in Neji. N-E-J-I. And there you go. Now you've spoiled the whole series for you, so I guess that's probably a bad idea. Congratulations. Don't. Uh, Follow along on our hashtag, yeah. Naruto a Day. That's the best way to do mm-hmm. it. There will be essentially We are the only no people spoilers. using that hashtag, so it'll be easy to find. We are. I clicked mm-hmm. on it expecting, well, I didn't know what to expect, but I was bracing myself mm-hmm. for something horrible, and surprisingly, we are the only people using it. In my most thoughtful move to date as producer, I did search the hat- hashtag before I used it. Wow. I also searched the hat tag before I put it on. <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah, you, you never know when there's going to be something that turns out to be some like weird sex thing from Burma or like just some you know you never know it's true Twitter is worldwide and yeah. not everybody speaks English so sometimes you you can find unexpected things yep yep Narutoa is just a, a <laughs> hideous hideous fetish because mm-hmm. um, it's Narutoa day um 
So then Ibiki gets mad at the sound ninjas for attempting to just murder these other <laughs> test takers. Um, that, if you recall from the last episode, they just decided to kill these kids mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. Um, and Ibiki was like, hey, don't, don't do that. What, what <laughs> I like that they're like, oh, sorry, we just flipped out despite ourselves. <laughs> Okay. The proctors arrive sure. after the first attempted murder, which mm-hmm. is you think their main job to prevent. Although, maybe not, given it's ninjas. Totally. They were uh, busy being 12-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretending. Um, I, I did like that he threw out that uh, even when you're allowed to fight in this test, fatal force is prohibited. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. That doesn't track with my memories of this arc. No. no. It's a good thought. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a rule. That doesn't mean that people obey it. It's true. We're starting off with the idea that people are not supposed to kill each other in this exam. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's it's a rule. We learn a lot about rules in these episodes. That's true. Oh, that is yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. There's kind of a theme of, like, what you do with rules in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, so, anyway, then he says that they're all going to take a written test. Like, <laughs> yeah. that. the first step in this grand exam is, is just a fucking written test. The written component. So, I guess we get why Kabuto was making flashcards mm-hmm. now. Yes. Um, and it's perfect because it's Naruto's anathema. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And so that, that's really what this whole episode is Again, about. Again, unclear if he is even literate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, there's no evidence for that in no. this episode or the next one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, everybody is just like stunned and furious. Um, and I was just like looking at Naruto being furious and I was furious. So that brings me to something that I wanted to talk about, which is how do they not know what the test is? Mm-hmm. Like there, there are people here who have taken it multiple times mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, you'd think that they, that would be pretty common knowledge in the village, the, the form of the test that they all have to take. Now, when, when we get to like the... 10th question thing, which is in the next episode, that is Ibiki explicitly like doing his own weird thing and mm-hmm. like to surprise everybody. But just the fact that there is a written test and the secret to passing it seems like that would be fairly common knowledge, but apparently not. It does seem like a lot of other teams do know, though. Yeah, and, and they do seem like people are pretty prepared to cheat. Right. So maybe it's just... Our team, like Team 7, that doesn't know? And they are rookies. Like, they haven't really been exposed to other ninja that have had this mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. yeah. Is there, like, Jonin supposed to yeah. tell them or supposed to not tell them? Or Even if Kakashi was allowed to tell them, I don't think he would. Yeah. It kind of seems like... So, we're jumping a little bit ahead. I'm, yeah. I'm going to lay out what this test is. And then, yeah, uh, this is spend, a, spend, yeah. spend 30, 45 seconds. Yeah, so I will spend half the time, a third of the time, they spend explaining this test in the fucking a episode. A tenth of the time. Um, so, basically, there are ten questions on this test but you don't get the last one until the end. You start with 10 points, but every wrong answer you get, you lose a point. Also, if you're caught cheating at any individual point, you lose points. Two points. Two points, Mm -hmm. yes. If you get caught cheating five times, you have lost all your points and you're out. If anybody gets a zero, your whole team fails. So you pass or, you know, yeah, you pass or fail together. Yes. Um, The teams of three, because they're all in in teams of three. Totally. And so it's obvious that the point of this test is to cheat. Yes. Um, it's it's immediately obvious from the get-go. Um, obvious to everybody except for Sakura and Naruto. Indeed. Yeah. Um, but it's like everybody is so ready to cheat. Yeah, well, like, I mean, Konkuro has taken the time to replace a proctor with his puppet, which he clearly in, like dressed as a proctor. So he obviously knew what he was like getting into. Totally. Right? Tenten has this fucking elaborate like, yes. mirror setup on the ceiling somehow mm-hmm. that she's using to like reflect answers to her teammates yep. with fishing lore, yep. and she passes. Um, none of the proctors seem to notice these mirrors flapping in a well-lit room on well, the ceiling. They probably, 
so I had that thought too. They probably did notice, but that was just a two point deduction, right? Oh. So my, my my assumption with all of these cheating things is like Gara is very obviously like summoning sand in his hand to make this weird like sand eyeball. Mm-hmm. So he like I'm sure like he was doing it. You the know, proctor saw it was the like, proctor was minus like two okay points. minus two, and yeah. then that was the, that he, was that it. was his one cheat, and he got away with it. I'm sure they saw Eno do her like big. You know, mm-hmm. she holds out her hands, and yeah. you know, I'm sure they saw Naruto and Hinata talking. Mm-hmm. They were like chatting. So that was probably like a two or well, four point did. deduction or yeah, something. Yeah, that comes up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he does get deducted. It's just they don't cheat five times. Yeah. So I, I, we're going to be obviously jumping around a lot with this episode because we have been. Um, but basically... Uh, this is one of those like, episodes where kind of a lot happens and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. So it's a little hard to like recap linearly. Totally. Um, so our team does not realize this is a cheating test except for Sasuke yeah. towards the end. Well, they don't... They don't Everybody else seems to know that, yeah. that you, you have to cheat to win, mm-hmm. except for our team. Sasuke figures it out. Mm-hmm. He, like, he, you know, deductively reasons yeah. it, which isn't that hard to figure out. Totally. Yeah. But he, he failed. But Sakura... Sakura's just so good. Sakura just, just completes the answers. Well, they go through the questions. Naruto starts looking through them, and it doesn't even look like he reads the first one. Mm-hmm. He glances at it and is like, oh, it's a code I have to break. He sure, may not okay, know how whatever. to read. He so. still, it proves that he still may not know how to read. <laughs> His strategy is to just look through the test and be like, I'll answer the easiest one first. And mm-hmm. it's shown that none of them are mm-hmm. easy. The second question is an insane thing that involves parabolas and deductive reasoning and mm-hmm. like predicting your enemy's movements. Sakura reads through it and is like, no one else in the room besides me will know how to do this. But the fact that she's like, I can well, I do it. I was just like, yes, But not even girl. Sasuke can do this one. Sakura like, has a, Sakura's a nice moment in this episode. Totally. And, the, and in, in the next one, too. She, not only can she do all this, like, nearly impossible work, but, like, she knows her worth there in a mm-hmm. way that's very Yeah, she's cool. like, she's, yeah. like, she's very confident yeah. here, which is nice to see. So one thing that I also noticed is, you know, it's possible that she cheats. We see Neji cheat with the Byakugan. Mm-hmm. Hinata might have also just done it. We don't see her mm-hmm. cheat, and nor are we told. Like, we, there's some other people that we don't don't see cheat, but we were told, like, Eno, Eno, you know, possesses Sakura, figures out the information, and it's said that she then gives it to her teammates. We never see Hinata cheat, mm-hmm. nor does it, are we told that she cheats, and she seems to have done it pretty quick. Well, so she also may have just known the answers and done it. A couple of other things, like, first off, uh, we, uh, you mentioned this, Eno, it turns out, has a really fucking cool ninja yeah. ability. Eno has an incredible ability that, like, they sort of gloss over it. If you guys don't remember, Eno is Sakura's friend the from school. One. The blonde one. The blonde one who's also obsessed with boys. Friend of me. Friend of me, yes. And she also actually is kind of nice to Sakura in a way where she's just like, oh, it looks like Sakura's done. I know she has all the answers. I'll just possess her really quick. Just fucking possess her casually. She has a total no mental deal. takeover. Mm-hmm. She can like control people's actions and see what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. And her the disadvantage is that her own body slumps unconscious onto mm-hmm. the desk. Sure. But presumably that's how yeah. she passes the answers on to Shikamaru and Choji as well. Yeah, she, she, she possesses that's that. That's projects yeah. her consciousness. Yeah, they, 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 they say that. Yeah. Like, so she's going to do that. And so all the, like, there are a bunch of really cool strategies. Um, one the, cool the cheating st- is pretty cool. The cheating yeah, is a lot that. of fun. I mean, my favorite cool strategy, just like in my heart, was actually Naruto's strategy, where <laughs> he got this test that he was like, this is impossible, I can't do this. But he was like, it's okay. I'm going to keep calm, and I'm going to just try to answer, you know, just get one question, just do the easiest ones first, which is such a good test-taking strategy. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of Naruto. He did really well. But it was an impossible test. It was an impossible test. Also, maybe he's a literate. Also, <laughs> also, maybe he can't. My favorite, of course, was 
was uh, Kiba, whose dog mm. told him the answers. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. The they're perfect just like strategy. quietly <laughs> barking to each other. <laughs> yep. Gara, we touched on this. Does this really cool eye thing? Um, Gara is the the redhead with the big gourd who and seems to just like fucking dominate his other two ninjas. Mm. Usually um, terrifying. Yeah, everybody's playing. When really he's on scared of him. Mm-hmm. So he like holds out his hand, and all of this sand swirls and coalesces into an eyeball, and then he disperses it into this weird cloud of sand that drifts throughout the room. And I was like, oh my god, is this some kind of crazy illusion magic? Like, it's flying towards people. Are they going to breathe it in and he controls them? But no, he's just getting sand in a dude's eye so he can distract him for a minute and then reform his eyeball and take his answers. Yep. Yep. Which, I mean, cool. Okay, it works. Um, Conqueror, uh, who we've mentioned a couple times, the dude with uh, what looks like a mummy on his back. And uh, he wears um, a cat suit and wears kabuki makeup. Indeed. Yes. Yeah, there are some fucking fierce looks in this show, y'all. Yeah, there like, really are. Keep an eye on our Twitter or like, look up these people somehow. Because, um, yeah, they look amazing. At least, um, at least Google image search them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, but he's made a fake proctor who like seems to be some kind of mind-controlled puppet or something who's like obtained a cheat sheet for the exam for him. He calls him Crow. Mm-hmm. Karasu. How long has he had this? Like, how did this proctor, like, like he, because this proctor, did he, like, go to meetings with the yeah. other proctors? <laughs> did he go to, like, the training? Right? Like he that. mentions, he's like, none of the proctors noticed that there's one extra, mm-hmm. which actually assuaged some of my fears, because at first I was like, who did he kill? Which mm-hmm. proctor did he corner and murder to take his uniform? Right. Did did Karasu slash Crow go to, like, the proctor happy hours <laughs> that you got, you have to have to have? A networking event. Yeah, uh-huh. totally. Um, I also, training. I really like when he, so he, he like goes to the bathroom with this fake proctor to get the cheat sheet. It all seems very elaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he comes back and he drops it on Tamari's desk uh, to like give her the answers. But it totally looks like he's just palming her some party drugs. Yep. <laughs> it's like this little pill. He's like slipping. And he's like, yeah, it's like this little white pill. I got your name. <laughs> Elliot <laughs> uh, and I have no experience doing that. Yeah, no, Which, I don't. Honestly, it seems like kind of both Conqueror and Tamari would probably be, be into that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, not Gara. He's straight edge. Yeah, oh, what well, they just want to get away from Gara, yeah. Mm-hmm. What cracked me up about that is that it's sort of this weird dynamic where you're like, is Gara leaving them to fend for themselves because mm. he's a jerk and is just looking out for number one? Or does he trust his teammates to figure out how to cheat on their own? But regardless, mm. he totally leaves them to their own devices. And I'm like... It's a pass-fail for all of you. like. Mm-hmm. But we see other teammates like Tenten, who has her jerry-rigged mirrors, mm-hmm. who's using that to pass on the answers. That's what Eno does as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, ne- Neji does his own Neji thing, does have but like his own Tenten thing. and Lee That's are true. collaborating. And they look out for each other. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I feel like Gara's MO is not to look out for his teammates. Yeah, Neji's thing is he just yells, Byakugan! And then his eyes turn funny <laughs> yeah. uh, and like weird and veiny. And then it pees sort of like using eyes. x-ray vision of some mm-hmm. sort. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things we see include somebody, there's you a, know, uses there's a bug, a bug we don't need to talk about it, yeah, move on. we don't need to talk about it, where it was, where it came from nope. no one needs to where know it no, no, I'm pretty sure it didn't matter, it was no. just a red herring yeah. it just happened to be a bug in the room yeah, I mean, it happens, you can't, you know, can't sterilize yeah. the room uh, and so, coming back to it, um, Hinata uh, Hinata is a character we've touched on mm. um, she is very shy uh, and obviously has a crush on Naruto all she says is Naruto-kun that's like her catchphrase, yep. um, which Kayla is <laughs> looking at me long-sufferingly, because I used to say this to her <laughs> all the time, just to like fill moments of silence. We would be like hanging out, playing a game or whatever, and I'd just look at Kayla and be like, Naruto Because <laughs> I'm a bad friend. Um, and she offers to help Naruto cheat. She does. I don't know what he would do without her, frankly. I mean, in the end. Yeah, what he does. <laughs> we find out. <laughs> 
But she has a moment where he's just like, why would you help me? Mm-hmm. And she gets flustered. And you can tell it's all of the hallmark signs of, like, triggering a flag mm-hmm. where clearly she's thinking about confessing. And I'm like, this is not the moment. No. I love you, but this yeah, is not, not girl. the time. Hold up. This dude is <laughs> not ready. Bring me back in. <laughs> this dude is not ready by about 20 years. Um, and as Naruto is thinking about whether or not he's going to cheat off of her, we see a kunai fly out from nowhere and kill somebody's test. Because <laughs> yeah. they've been caught cheating five times. Yep. Um, and then people are dropping like left and right, mm-hmm. um, and Naruto is too scared to cheat. Yep. Um, people are dragged out of the room screaming. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a lot of fun. It's intense. Uh, yeah, and there's a very sad moment where, uh, <laughs> hey, first Hinata says, quote, Naruto can go ahead. Look. Uh, I like your like Hinata impression. Thank you. Really good. Thank you. It's spot on. Um, here's a practice. Which I, I took to some very like filthy places. Oh no, I did too. Um, I was sitting there yeah. just cringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Naruto, who is actually just too scared to cheat, is like, no, no, I wouldn't want to get you in trouble. And then Hinata is like so excited because she's Oh, you're looking he cares. out for me. <laughs> no, no. Oh no, he's just no. a dumb boy. Yeah. 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 Don't trust a boy who seems like he's looking out for you. Um, Whoa, that got kind of dark. <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> Just kidding. Are you okay? I'm totally fine. I'm good. All right. I'm, I'm really good. You're great. Am I not convincing? <laughs> um, Sasuke does kind of a cool thing with his uh, Sharingan. Where Sharingan? Yes, okay. Sorry, I'm heat drunk. Also, there's just so many words. <laughs> there's so many words. It's very gonna... hot. There are a lot of words. Yeah, this is. We haven't even gotten started with all the words and weird terms and names and stuff. We're gonna fuck them up probably more and more as this podcast goes on. Totally. Uh, as and, we fuck and, up ourselves. And we get hotter and hotter and then overheat mm, and just all oh, die. You're looking hot over there. I die am. <laughs> increasingly hot. <laughs> anyway, Sasuke uses his Sharingan to copy the motion of somebody's hand. He can't see what they're doing, but he's just copies their movements. And oh, I think perfect. we didn't mention there There are two plants in the room, mm-hmm. so there's two people who know the answers and are, you know, part totally. of the plants, so that, that's who you're supposed to cheat off of. Yes. But, like, Eno realizes she can just cheat off of Sakura, so totally. there, there are some other workarounds, but that's sort of how it's designed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, there's even one of the sound ninja who listens to right. the rhythmic tapping of someone who's writing in the answers behind him, and just by hearing the, like, stroke order and, like, the tapping from the pencil of writing mm-hmm. down the answers, he knows crazy. Totally. Sound Ninja are out of control. Yes. Yes. Accurate. <laughs> um, and then uh, Naruto uh, is like, I just have to get one answer. Um, and then the episode ends on this wild cliffhanger of <laughs> can Naruto answer a question <laughs> on a written exam? Um, we're going to take a quick break um, because it's so hot uh, that I've actually melted into the floor, and I need Kayla to mop me up and move me out to I was just going to say, I'll get the mop. I'll I'm sorry mop. that I assumed you would have to. I'm sorry. No, I need Kayla to sit down and have a nice cool beverage. Paul, get the mop out. Yeah, I'm, I'm in gonna, your house. I'm you gonna, clean me up. No, it's you. okay. I, I know why you picked me. You've seen the bathrooms I've had to clean. That's true. I've cleaned some of them with you. Oh, man. Oh. It's all right. Thank you for having faith in me for getting the job done. I feel like we're getting heat hypnotized. We we're are. Like, we're, it's we're, so we're, gross in here. We're recessing to previous heat-related trauma. <laughs> um, we're going to take a break. But I'm jump. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's your three very hot friends just jumping in here. Ooh. We're so hot. It's your three really hot friends. <laughs> we're the hottest girls in school. Uh, jumping in for a second with our normal, totally normal, sweaty mid-show business. <laughs> um, 
want to die. A little, yeah. We just took a break and turned on the air conditioner for a moment, and it was just, like, torn out of our hands, and I feel like a child, and you stole my ice cream cone and threw it on the pavement, and now I'm watching it melt. Um, it's okay. <laughs> As always, thank you to Tony Whetstone for doing our art. His stuff is really great, and you can find him on Twitter at MewBlood. That's M-E-W-B-L-O-O-D. Blood, like the blood pouring out from my heat pustules. Wow, that was really gross. Yeah, it's a nasty time, Paul. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it is. Uh, if you want to write us about nasty times in your life or hot times in your life, please write us at otakuthetown at gmail.com. Just remember we're your three hottest friends and you can write us anything you want. <laughs> yep. Your three hottest friends who are also your dads? This got so strange. I don't understand why that could be complicated. <laughs> You're right. You know what? That's fair. It's right. Those things are not mutually exclusive and I would like to apologize on behalf of dads everywhere. And uh, please remember to rate, (laughs) review, and subscribe. It helps people find our podcast. And as always, just tell your friends. And I know that we want to get through this interstitial as fast as possible, but I would like to say, like, hey, are you still listening? This is episode 11. Do you like this podcast? Do you? Do you like like me? Do you you like me? Do you like me? Yes or no? (laughs) Check a box. (laughs) Yes, no. Absolutely yes. Yes, no. Yes, no. Maybe. (laughs) If you want to throw us a review on iTunes, I bet you could do it in under five minutes. You know, give us some stars. Talk about anything. Um, I, I, we would love for more people to listen to this podcast. Yeah. We'd love to keep doing it. And I mean, not that we're threatening to stop, but like, it helps our podcast grow. So like, seriously, seven ratings. We're up to seven ratings. We're only three away from double digits. It's a great day. Totally. Albeit a super hot day, (laughs) and I feel like we're going. Just boiling on the surface why is of the this, sun. Why is this planet so close to the sun? Yeah. Yeah. We need to move away. it further away. I think we should fight the sun. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I think we need to fight for supremacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, now I'm going to turn it over to uh, one of our favorite and most cherished segments in this show. That's right. One of and, our only segments. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Uh, it's, it's time uh, for the apology corner. It is. Uh, listeners, I have some things I need to apologize for. That, of course, is spelled A-P-A-U-L. Apologize, <laughs> and so there, there, are, there are two things that I have fucked up in recent episodes that I want to apologize for. The first one was pointed out by a listener, and so I was fact checked by a listener, which I'm delighted about. Please continue to do that if I if I fuck up because that I found that very fun. So in a previous episode, we were talking about what our favorite birds were, and I was trying to think of this bird that lives in Africa, and I called it a messenger bird. And in my defense, I was not sure about that. I did not confidently assert that it was called a messenger bird, but I still called it that. It was actually called a secretary bird. They're very cool, and you should like watch YouTube videos about secretary birds because they're very cool. Uh, the other thing is I referred to in a previous episode, we had somebody, oh, we were, uh, Kabuto said something about Cracker Jacks, and so then I referenced uh, Bojack Horseman's dad from the show, Bojack Horseman, and I called him Cracker Jack. Of course, Bojack Horseman's dad is named, I can't remember, but Cracker Jack is his, uh, his uncle, uh, whose death in World War II sets off the spiral that eventually makes Bojack Horseman's life so shitty. So that's actually kind of an important character, even though he's only in one episode for like three minutes. But yeah, anyway, so I apologize for everything that I've fucked up. Anyway, continue. Apology. Accepted. Yay! And we're back uh, to talk about episode 25, the 10th question, all or nothing. Um, we're still in the same test. Nothing nothing has changed about the circumstances. There's no recap, whatever. Same place. Mm-hmm. Um, except that now there's only 15 minutes left, and it's time for the 10th question. Yeah, everybody's still cheating. Um, this is where I noticed, like, 
did everybody know that this existed and that they would need to cheat except Naruto, Sakura, and Sasuke? I think it so. It seems that way because, I mean, they do pan around the room at the beginning and there are a lot of people looking really stressed out and mm-hmm, nervous mm-hmm. and anxious. So probably a fair amount of people didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like the stakes and the tension are really high and there's a reason for that. They did want to create this kind of environment very purposefully. Mm-hmm. It reminded me so much of the SATs. Mm-hmm. Like... A con- like a five hour test actually where you were sitting down at like long tables with other people who like looked like they were going to cry sure was, yeah. did, did you cheat on the SATs? no oh, okay no no when I took the SATs there was a little Totoro in the room because hmm. I was in like a Japanese classroom at some high school and it made me really happy I felt like it was my good luck Totoro uh-huh. yeah. I had neck pains for the last 48 hours oh no oh that's terrible that was also, like, the most prepared I've ever been for a test, which is not saying much, but, like, my normal test-taking strategy is I just don't think about it until the night before the test, and then I, like, stay up late, like, panicking and crying and mm-hmm. drinking coffee, and then kind of cram for a couple hours, and then go in and take the test in a surreal haze, and then hope for the best. Yep. Yeah. That's worked for you. Yeah. I still got pretty miraculously good grades, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm just lucky. You have a system. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so we go to the, uh, the, to the relevant Jonin, um, which is, uh, of course, Kakashi, and then, um, Asuma, who is my hot dad, um, and Kuranai, uh, who is hot mom? Yeah. yeah like, or, you know, Like, she's you don't like, always want to quantify a woman by how pretty she is, but she's fucking gorgeous. T- well, I just, I feel like, uh, you know, from hot dad to hot mom, like, yeah, yeah. just, like, panning oh, around man, the Oh, man, if they were my parents, I would be so Oh, happy. my God. If they were my parents, I would... That would be troubled, but beautiful. Um, anyway, um, I don't know how much I just cut out. It's getting bad, listeners. Um, so this Jonan are talking about... So they're basically in like a like a staff lounge, like I call it yeah. the Jonan smoking room. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asuma is actually literally smoking, the other mm-hmm. two are not. But, he never uh, really seems to stop smoking. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Part um, of his character and also... Curious. Mm-hmm. He just kind of looks like a really like sexy ad from like the like the seventies. Like For if you just put him in black and white, yeah. like yeah, and, yeah just For Julius sure. yeah. Smoke, the Marlboro Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, smoke me, Dad. Um, and they're chatting about how Ibuki is a sadist. Um, and all the kids have really slim chances because he's too bad of a man. Uh, Ibiki is the guy who's leading the test, if you've forgotten. And apparently he has a background in actual literal torture. Like, yeah. He's like an interrogator and not, they don't use like euphemisms. Like they, apparently he just like tortures people. He specializes in physical he's and psychological torture. He's the head of torture. torture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, they're letting him teach kids now? Yeah. yeah. He's the head proctor of a test. Mm-hmm. Of a yes. test for 12 year olds. Yep. yep. And like 15 year olds. Yeah. yeah. Once again, underlining some of uh, Konoha's many institutional failures. I'm sure the Hokage thought that he was a great pick. Mm-hmm. He's probably the only one that like volunteered. Totally. I'm yeah. sure he volunteered. It's probably a fucking great day for Ibuki. Right? Yeah. He's like, oh, I get to torture a bunch of easy targets? That sounds excellent. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, we see his head later and it's full of like drill scars, which is very gross. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He it's reveals like... his head and it's like covered in scars from burning and puncture wounds mm-hmm. and it's nasty guys. yeah he's fucking nasty there's a reason he wears a bandana most of the time totally which actually kind of makes me like feel for him a little bit I hope he's not self-conscious he's probably self-conscious mm-hmm. right? just... I still think he's super hot yeah, like, yeah whatever. He does he's, have kind of he's like tall very solidly built mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't mind this guy yeah. too but, but I mean, not to say that me objectifying him uh, mitigates somebody's feelings of self-consciousness yeah. about their body. But I just thought I wanted to say it. Like, yeah, I did that. Um, torture and all. 
Um, so we cut back to the classroom where Ibiki's like, the tenth question is different. And fucking Sakura, voice of the people, is like, how can there be more rules? <laughs> like, yes, how can there be more rules for this dumb test? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Um, but there are. Move it along. Move it along, yes. Joe. Um, and then it's, it's okay, because the show seems to get that, like, maybe we don't understand all these rules. So they spend a good eight hours? minutes, hundred hours, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, of this 20-minute show talking about how this 10th question works, mm-hmm. um, which was really cool. Wait, can I talk about Norm for a sec? Uh, but, I was just going to say, the true shining star okay. of the show appears. My, new, my favorite character who uh, is it appears in this episode is I... We'll dub him Norm. I do not believe he has a canonical name, but see, he is a ninja taking the test. <laughs> so he is at the, if you're watching the show along with us or you watch this, he is when, when it's facing the room from behind Ibiki, which is like a frequent camera shot, he is the front to the right of Ibiki. He's in the front row and like just right in front of Ibiki. So Norm is dressed in a sweater and glass, like a sweater vest and glasses, and he has a little mustache and he looks at least 50 years old. <laughs> he looks like an, like a stereo typical accountant character from like a 40s movie totally. and he is great mm-hmm. uh, and he apparently I mean we'll you know jumping ahead a little bit he passes he passes the 10th mm-hmm. question he is in it I choose to believe that he is behind everything good that will happen for the rest of the show uh, <laughs> and hopefully he's not like killed in the background scene later I was gonna be say yeah from what I know he's most likely dead mm-hmm. uh, but maybe not who knows Maybe anyway. he survived, and, you know, he can still go home and walk his pair of miniature schnauzers every night at 5 p.m. I may tweet a picture of Norm that I took off from the Otaku <laughs> the Town Twitter account. And by may, I mean will. I don't know yes. why. And I mean, don't worry, we'll cover Norm, Norm and Naruto a day. Okay, good, good, good. We'll yeah, provide yeah, we his will. robust backstory. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Indeed. Um, okay. I've got a lot of rich Norm fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so how the 10th question works is basically you can choose whether or not you want to take it. Um, if you don't want to take it, cool. You fail this test and you fail the tuning exam and your whole team has failed the tuning exam and you're all out. If you take it and you get it wrong, not only do you fail, but you can never take the test again. You can never become a tune-in. Um, they seem real disproportionate stakes, but they're probably real. Yeah, totally. Super, <laughs> totally, totally super real. This, like, like weird, like... This strange mm-hmm. crux that he's building. Yeah, this, like, Psych 101, yeah. <laughs> like, in-class <laughs> experiment that mm-hmm. you're doing. <laughs> And uh, I took a note here that's just like, there are so many characters, because we watch all of the characters we know react to this, like, Ino, and Choji, and Shikamaru, and Lee, and Guy, and Neji, and it's just like, I I don't care about all of their individual reactions. (laughs) I'm sorry, Tenten, you're great, you made some cool mirrors earlier, Mm -hmm. but... a lot of uh, nameless nobodies volunteer to fail. You know, they, they say they won't take the question mm-hmm. just to kind of build tension. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sakura is like, oh, God, Naruto needs to raise his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Sakura is, in this episode, both very genuinely sweet mm-hmm. and incredibly condescending. Yeah. Yes. Uh, not undeserved. Yeah, <laughs> so, right? So. Yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah, we, we know that Naruto still has a blank test. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, Over the course of all the other ninja, so many other ninja, but not all of them, raising their hands and choosing to drop out, Sakura at first is like, I'm not going to raise my hand because mm-hmm. I'm confident I can do this. I'm confident Sasuke can well, she's do this. Fucking, she's got like nine out of ten. Yeah, right absolutely. Yeah. And she's like, but Naruto should really raise his hand. And she's like, but I'm not going to do it. And then we see a bunch of people leave mm-hmm. and it sort of builds that sort of like weird inverse peer pressure where when one person does something that you secretly really want to do out of fear, mm-hmm. suddenly makes it okay, which mm-hmm. is why totally. it was like a dam breaking with a bunch of people leaving. Mm-hmm. And then finally Sakura's just like, you know what? 
I will raise my hand. Yeah, it's like have you ever ever read or listened to like Malcolm Gladwell talk about his collective courage or like collective mm-hmm. mind theory? Mm-hmm. It's very very much an example. Very of that much here. that, yeah. Totally. And so Sakura is finally like Naruto's not going to do it because he doesn't want to make Sasuke and I fail. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that that's how he feels. So I'm well, just going to raise my hand. And she's also like, it's his dream to become the Hokage. Like, he can't fail here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it is super condescending, but like, she's like, it's his dream. Right? Ultimately. <laughs> she's looking out but, for yeah. him. She is. It is horribly condescending, mm-hmm. but she is looking out for him. For, you know, for like a, what, a, an 11 year old, a 12 year old? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's very sweet. Um, but then, then she's stopped because Naruto starts to raise his hand. Uh, but don't worry, we we cut back to the Chonin chat <laughs> before we find out what's happening with that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. Um, we can immediately progress with the action. Do you think they have like free coffee and tea in their break room? I should hope so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, maybe free cigarettes. Mm-hmm. The right Asuma's uh, chugging them down. They have like a Keurig. <laughs> Um, so Ibiki isn't just a physical torturer. He's a psychological torturer. Because they really want to underscore that, like, this dude likes to fuck with your mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. everything about this test has been, you know, crazy psychological torture to kids uh, in the form of a written exam. The uh, SATs. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fair. Um, and then we're back to Naruto, who actually just wanted to slam his hand on his desk and scream that he'll never give up and he'll become Hokage even if he's again and forever. Believe it. Um, Ibuki has, I kind of liked his reaction. He's like, <laughs> that kid's kind of funny. Like, Ibuki is like mildly amused, but not, yeah. not in like a condescending way. Like, he, he seems to like, like genuinely likes Naruto and has like a positive reaction to this. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I definitely had a moment where I was, so Naruto's reaction of like, I'm not afraid. I'm going to do this. I'm going to become the Hokage. Suddenly, every Everyone in the room is like heartened by his mm-hmm. words and totally. they gain their confidence back. So for a moment, I was like, is Ibiki going to be pissed off that Naruto mm-hmm. just Im- instantly dispelled the psychological torment that he spent all of this time mm-hmm. fabricating? Totally. But no, he actually kind of admires it. And Ibiki like genuinely respects Naruto for this. Yeah. yeah. And then Sakura says, of course, that's exactly the kind of fool you are, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, if you can rely on Naruto to be one thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's a very specific kind of fool. Yep. Um, and so yeah, that uh, then the test ends because it turns out there was no tenth question. <laughs> what this was the tenth question. And the tenth question was, do you want to stay? Yep. Do you? Mm-hmm. These are the stakes. Do you? Mm-hmm. And not only was there no tenth question, there was actually no written exam either. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> if you, if you manage to not get kicked out for cheating and then choose to take the tenth question, you pass automatically, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of raises the question of in so Ibiki, this is the first year he's been the proctor and the first year he's done this like fake failure thing, which because the Jonans say so. In most years, how do they determine who passes? Is is there an actual written test? That like is actually scored in most years. Because I feel like there must be because I mean everybody was so ready to cheat. They had these elaborate setups made. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, that must in, in most years. Yeah, maybe we're supposed to believe that they had those setups just on the spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. They were ready to create these strategies. I guess they are ninjas. Mm-hmm. So they are like, ninjas. Being able to do some form of espionage shouldn't be too far out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. yeah. But Conqueror made a proctor. And Tenten had, like, mirrors set up on the ceiling. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I like the idea of them coming up with that last minute, but Conqueror and Tenten show that, like, they knew going and Lee it. And Lee was ready for those mirrors. Like, they, they seemed yeah. to have planned they that Yeah, they communicated. They did. Totally. Um, and then there's 
just an insanely long explanation of everything that just oh, happened. It's a recap of all the rules and fake rules. Uh, and what was, yeah, no. Just gonna glaze on by that. Yeah, yeah let's not talk. Uh, there is kind of a cool thing from Ibiki where he shows off his, uh, his nasty head mm-hmm. uh, and talks about how when you're a ninja... Um, you need to cheat to survive because any failure can kill not just you but your whole squad. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the whole thing of like passing or failing together. Like if yeah. you fuck up, your teammates could be dead. And there's, a, there's a flashback of them like attacking some like medieval castle or something. With yes. Ibiki leading some, yeah, some troop. <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> Unclear if that's like a real thing that happened or if it's just like illustrative of his point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a question for you guys here. This is not like our question question, but like I was really torn on this. Do you think this was a good test? I actually really like it. I do. I think I do too. Yeah. I remember being really super impressed by it when I was 13, mm-hmm. of course, but watching it again now, I'm like, of course, a ninja should have a test that involves mental fortitude and subterfuge. Mm-hmm. That just is sensible. Totally. They, they over-explain it by a factor of about a thousand. Indeed. Absolutely. But... Again, this is a children's show, <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, yeah, it's a solid idea. It's just a solid idea that they over, you know. Totally. Concept is good. No, I, I kind of, I sort of think it was awesome, and if this were one episode, it would be a great one episode. Yeah. Um, and the, the ways that they cheat, as we mentioned in the last time, are like pretty cool. fun to watch They're and fun, pretty cool, yeah. and like you get to see all those little individual ninja magic things. Totally. Um, and then as we're having this nice moment, a fucking human cannonball jumps <laughs> through the window. Yeah. Oh um, it's yet another character. Right. Anko. Um, she's, I guess, early. It's not clear, like, what that means. Uh, she, like, mistimed her dramatic entrance, yeah. I guess. Um, she's Naruto. She's mm-hmm. kind of Naruto. She is. Yeah. And I wrote that down, and then immediately Sakura said it, and I was uh-huh. like, great, we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. She has, like, a banner behind her that popped out, proclaiming mm-hmm. that it's time for That's round two of the That's what she was wrapped in. She wrapped herself into uh, a ball with this banner around her. What Catapulted her? into the window through some means <laughs> off screen that we don't see, mm-hmm. and then throws up kunai so that this sign just immediately conceals Ibiki, and he's just standing behind it like, of course you're fucking doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do this all the time, you're all always like this why are you like this Anko yep <laughs> Yeah, um, they, they clearly have some sort of like you know prior relationship because oh, they're yes. they're just like kind of mutually exasperated with each other yes. totally which I, which I like when they do in the show and like when there's evidence of like prior inner lives of characters you know yeah it's some like backstory yeah it's when, they, when they show but don't tell and mm-hmm. like feel like they're creating an elaborate world yeah, exactly yeah. yeah more more people should utilize that yeah. strategy yeah. I think they t- teach it in classes from time to time wild wild yeah. Just insane um uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Ibiki finds Naruto's empty test and laughs. He's just like, that's hilarious. Somebody yeah, it's got revealed. Without writing anything. Naruto didn't write a single thing down. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I love that. So the, okay. qu- the question is, it's irrelevant because of the way that the, the test works with just the pass or fail on the mm-hmm. test question. Would Naruto have gotten full points from that? Because it is a deduction test. But if you don't put, like on the SAT, if you put a wrong answer, you get deducted points. But if you don't answer it at all, you're not deducted points. So would Naruto have gotten full points for that? Oh, that's interesting. Because they do see, yeah, they say mm-hmm. you deduct for, oh. Yeah. You deduct for a wrong answer. You deduct for a wrong answer. I think that he might have gotten full points. Oh, what a. I said that thought. But what an accidentally point. brilliant ninja. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, then we move on to the next stage of the tuning exam. Uh, so we're outside the 44th battle training zone. Um, yeah. Which apparently makes me really zones. curious about the 43 before it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it looks, it, it looks like this horrifying, like, dense woods. Yeah, this um, ancient forest. It looks like it's the setting of Princess Mononoke, to yeah. be perfectly totally. honest. Yeah, there were, are gods in those woods. Right? <laughs> they refer to it as the forest of death. Appropriate. And it's surrounded by just, like, a regular chain link fence. It <laughs> yeah. looks like Discovery Park. 
Bark, if Discovery Bark were just evil. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry for any listeners who are not locals. That's yeah. a neat park in Seattle. You should go there. It's great and awesome. Not at all full of bodies. And, oh, there are no bodies. Whatever. Nimby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to get in trouble later. Um, anyway, and that's where the episode ends. Um... And we don't normally talk about more than two, uh, but we're actually going to talk about three episodes. Sort of, technically. Sort of, technically. Um, because the next episode is incredibly dumb and really short. Oh, it's so, so horrible, guys. Yep, yeah, uh, sorry, uh, but we're doing it. We're going to end on a negative note here. Sorry. I'm so upset. Uh, welcome to episode 26, Special Report, live from the Forest of Death. Um, in this episode, K- Konohamaru and friends interview people mm-hmm. about... Things we already know. And it's it's a recap episode. It's a recap yep. episode, but even worse than just a normal, horrible recap episode. It's a recap episode with a horrible, irritating framing device. Yeah, because it's led by Konohamaru. Mm-hmm. Just the fucking worst person like, on earth. What if we saw the whole show up until this point, but Konohamaru was in every scene? Yeah, it framed as irritating as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... The only saving grace of this episode is that everybody who is not Konohamaru or Naruto appears as disdainful of what's happening as we are. Yeah, there's a couple of kind of funny shots where, where like, you, you see all the ninja who passed the first part of the test kind of in the background, just sort of staring at Naruto and Konohamaru, like, in exasperation. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, yeah, same. There's also a great scene where Konohamaru and his friends are choking on a bunch of smoke that I really liked. They're just, like, on all fours, like, gasping for breath. It's horrible, <laughs> and I'm not even upset about it. About it because yeah. it really, mm-hmm. as long as it's Konohamaru, if he's suffering, I'm happy. Totally. Um, oh. oh, did you guys see oh. that down there? What the tracks? I think I think I might see. Um, I think I might see the gay of the ninja. Oh, do you? <gasps> okay. I think it might have popped up in Whoa. here. Finally, I know. Yeah. I know. It's been welcome, so long. welcome to the gay of the ninja. Yeah, personal um, favorite segment. Indeed, I almost forgot what it looked like. I forgot how how warm it felt on my already slick, sweaty body. <laughs> um, so. Uh, there's a point in this horrible interview uh, where Naruto is discussing his history with Sasuke. And in every scene with Sasuke, uh, Sasuke's tied up. He's just like bound or like trapped or imprisoned or it's you almost know, like maybe a little uh, penetrated with kunai. Viewing their history through, I don't know, personal fantasy. Yeah, it kind of seems like Naruto's fucking nasty. Just a little bit. Yeah, I love just, it. Just a little bit. It's just like an elaborate, like, Sasuke bondage. Sasuke? No. Mm. Um, no, I don't like that. Uchi Hondage? Okay. <laughs> just, uh, just Slightly more mm. acceptable. Oh. It just looks like slick and sweaty and raw and so real. Yeah, we know what Naruto wants. Yeah, no, I, I really... We really know. I appreciated this kink clarification. Um, so thank you. This has been the Gay of the Ninja. Um, the only other interesting thing that happens in this episode is there's almost an interesting explanation of how chakra works, but then they just seem to like pivot away from it. Yeah, it's been explained like five times before this, too, yeah. so... Yeah. And that's the whole episode. Do we want to talk about how it has new good opening and closing, or we'll just, should we just completely ignore that for now? And talk We're about completely it. ignoring that. Okay. We'll, we'll ignore it because okay. this episode yeah. doesn't deserve it. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, no, you, don't, you haven't earned this. You haven't earned <laughs> shit. You've earned nothing. <laughs> You're lucky we gave you the gay of the ninja. <laughs> we should have left you on the floor. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, we're approaching the end of this episode, but yeah. before so we do... To, to be clear, literally nothing happens in terms of plot advancement. And yes. It is entirely an yeah. annoying recap episode. Totally. If you want to watch along with this show, just skip, skip it. it. Skip it. Skip yeah. it. No you reason to watch it. You'll be happier for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we, uh, before we end off, uh, I think we should talk about 
something we actually like. Mm. Um, I'm happy to go first because I have mine, uh, which is um, at the beginning of the first episode, I mean, uh, right before, right when we find out that there's going to be a written test, um, it like zooms in on Naruto's face as he starts to scream, and then they do the title card there, and so the title card is over this frozen shot of Naruto's just like open mouth wailing that there's going to be a test, and I thought that was really good. That was really I funny. was like. Same, Naruto. I also am freeze-frame open-mouthed wailing. <laughs> uh, I, I already said mine, but I'm just going to repeat it. Uh, so we, we talked about they all have their little individual methods of cheating. And Kiba's, it was, he, he, so he wears a puppy as a hat sometimes. And his hat puppy would like bark out the answers to these questions, which was very, very cute. And I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing was definitely that Sakura was able to just get through the test and mm. answer everything on her own and didn't have to cheat. At all. It's insane. Yeah. She's kind of a genius. And she, did, and she didn't do that thing that they could do where she was like, oh, I don't know if I know the answers, but it mm-hmm. turns out she got them all right. Yeah. Like, she was They don't even sure. touch on it. From They kind of underplay the fact that she answered all of the questions on her yeah. own. Yeah. And she she's, she's goes into it. She's very confident mm-hmm. and 100% and of the time. And just kind of... knows. Her friend, I mean, mm-hmm. does know. Right. She's like, oh, I'm sure my girl has this. So totally. I'll just pop it in her mind for a second. But they really underplay the fact that... Sakura just fucking killed that test. Sakura, yeah, she really killed it in like this whole episode. Yeah. She, she didn't even just, have to she had, cheat. She has good moments in the second episode. Like this is this is a good two because there's only two real episodes I talked about. Like mm-hmm. a good two episodes for Sakura, which is nice. Which actually raises a question: Does that mean that Sakura failed the test? <laughs> well, uh, well, we, she got them wrong. Yeah. If she got them wrong, I guess, but she didn't cheat. She didn't do any of the subterfuge that mm-hmm. she was supposed to accomplish. I, she's probably, I mean, because she would have had to get nine wrong answers, yes. I think. Oh, yeah. that's that's true. Yeah. So I guess by just by not having points deduced, mm-hmm. but the concept of the test. But it's very possible that Naruto got a higher score than her. The concept of the test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She mm-hmm. kind of failed in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I do love that she was able as, to answer. As possibly did Hinata. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I have I have more questions. Mm. I just want to know. Will we find out answers? No. no. No, we won't. No. We will never discuss this test ever again. Actually. Never again. It never comes up again. Um. But it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Sort of. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, these episodes were certainly better than like the four that preceded them. Absolutely, yes. Wait, four? Two? Yeah. Four. I, four. four. Oh, God, I forgot about them. It's yeah. been four since the Chunin arc technically began. Yeah. Good grief. Yeah. We are seven episodes into the Chunin arc, you guys. If yeah. I didn't feel like we were crossing a desert before from the sheer temperature in this room, now I certainly do feel that. Speaking of the temperature in this room, I think this is where we're going to end the show. Yeah, yeah let's I think, please. I think yeah. Keep, it, keep, it, keep it a tight 54. I need to throw myself into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I plan to freeze to death. Yeah. Perfect. Paul? I mean, yeah, I, I think I already said I'm going to encase myself in ice. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. Great. Some Great. cryogenic freezing. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. Um, again, if you've liked the show, like, please think about giving us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Um, get a friend on board or something. I don't know. I don't know. We like doing this, and we'd love for have more. We'd love for have more people <laughs> for listening sure to us. If you here, if you ever, no, are, it's fine. I normally do that. If anybody who's a listener is a member of any like fan community or anything, and you like this, you know, I I don't want to you know pimp ourselves too much. It's kind of tacky, but like Elliot's happy to. Pimp I'm us. here to pimp do some, you. Do some yeah. third party pimping. We know who the yeah. pimp is in this uh-huh. scenario. And it's, it's not me. Paul nor no, I. It's me and my fabulous hat. Um, I'm going to get out of here before we all die from heat stroke. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank great. you so much for listening. I'm Elliot. I'm Kayla. I'm Paul. And as always, if you want to record a weekly or bi-weekly podcast with your friends, maybe look at the fucking weather before you set a recording date and don't do it in an unair-conditioned apartment on the sixth floor. Seven. I don't care.
Um, oh but like real talk, um, heat suicide pact. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting there. Sweet. Yeah. Great. Mm. Okay. Let's. I just want it to be slow and cold. Mm. Yes. Please turn these. You know what sounds really good right now? Dying slowly of the cold on like a mountain. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. my god. Yeah, well, when you die of being cold, you like slowly fall asleep and experience yeah. a great sense of euphoria. What if you were buried in Which is so much better oh, than what's so currently great. happening. Let's die in a mountaineering accident, guys. Actually, wait, no, that's too. I can't. <laughs> I don't know the episode name. I don't have my notes pulled up. That was a that was a, uh, an early clap. It's okay. <laughs> the correct answer is tequila. A prescient clap. And we're back uh, to like, talk about... It's like a psychic STD, the prescient clap. 